Can we we can turn that off. Yeah. Cool. We're just muted. No, I'm loving Teen Wolf Footloose. <laughs> Teen Loose. Oh God. Oh. That's Track not, that one back. That's yeah. not what I. Phrasing. Don't watch that movie. Footwolf. Nope, that one's bad too. Oh, can't com- can't combo those two things without it sounding <laughs> weird. Everybody, welcome to this week's episode of This Is My Bourbon Podcast, the official show of This Is My Bourbon Shop, where we talk about what makes bourbon the spirit of Kentucky. My name's Perry. Thank you all so much for joining us again. And with me are the home base co-hosts, Tanner and Curtis. What's up, guys? Hello. Living life. Yeah. <laughs> Living life and hello. What's up? Okay. Hello. Hi. <laughs> uh, did you guys have a good Thanksgiving break, first and foremost? I did. For sure. Ate a lot of food. As like, everyone it does. It was a glutinous This is a weekend. riveting yeah. <laughs> <laughs> retelling of your, your weekend. Yeah. Hey, how'd you that guys cook like your turkey? That sounds like you had a terrible time. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was great. My mom well, makes, we flame... makes turkey salad, which is like chicken salad, but with turkey. Interesting. Yeah. Best thing ever. Good stuff? Yeah. yeah. My mom makes homemade gravy, and it's literally just to die for. Mm. Mm. Like you're dead now. Yeah, well, I mean, honestly, after I was done eating, probably should have been. <laughs> Kurt's doing this podcast from the beyond, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we've tapped into... Thank you for the Stranger Things we, reference. We've got some... <laughs> the upside down. Got some strange uh, technology, technological advances that somehow they gave it to us. Like, this bourbon podcast must go on, <laughs> so we're going to give you this... this five, de- five episodes yeah. deep, well, now six episodes. This, with this, this groundbreaking episode. tech. Um, so the time that this episode's going to be coming out is the day after what has famously been called Repeal Day, uh, which was uh, the, the day that uh, Prohibition uh, was repealed in the United States, um, December 5th. So in that spirit, later on, we're going to be reviewing, huh, spirit, uh, we're going to be uh, reviewing Old Forester 1920 Prohibition style, which we'll talk about more when the time comes. But until then, we are drinking on what, Kurt? Uh, Henry McKenna. <laughs> I, caught him, I caught a mid-text. <laughs> do you guys, fun fact, do you guys know what uh, amendments, prohibition, and repeal are? I do not. Uh, prohibition was 18, which used to be the legal drinking age, and then repeal was 21, which is now the drinking <laughs> age. Easy way to remember. <laughs> Sorry, the dog just looked like he saw a ghost or something. I any... think that's right. It was a common yeah. academic question, and I hope I didn't just spout. Absolutely, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that's a, again, as there are, you know, in any podcast, there are people on the other end just screaming just at us, Googling. going, "That's wrong, yeah. that's wrong." But you know, there's no way for us to look it up, so that's true. We're not going to look it up. Um, so anyway, we're drinking on uh, Henry McKenna Ten Year Bottle and Bond, um, a Heaven Hill product. It is a Heaven Hill product, right? Producer of the so. episode, Joey Conrad, in the room with us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Let's see. laughs> Kurt's brother. Uh, resident yeah, resident fact checker. Yeah, it is, it is Heaven Hill. Yeah, I, I just wanted to make sure before, you know, we had more people screaming at us and yeah. emails and everything. But Have we checked those Constitution amendments, too? <laughs> I, think I think they're 18 and 21, but I don't know. We're going to have a segment at the end of what we got wrong. Yeah, it's like uh, around the horn. Yeah. That's what I, yeah. That's what I was <laughs> 
Oh, no, PTI. Yeah, it's PTI. The, is it PTI? Tony Schiavone but Tony from, from Around, Around the Horn, the Horn does, does that. Does he still PTI. do both of those shows? No idea. I don't know. Well, I haven't watched ESPN in years. I stopped watching ESPN a long time Listen ago. Part of my, uh, yeah, part of my take sometimes. Yeah. But. Uh, so today we're going to be talking about <clears throat> some of our go-to bourbons. This is going to be a shorter episode as we've all been kind of uh, busy and have other places to, <laughs> yeah. to get to. Uh, today but um i think we're gonna have some some fun with it nonetheless so um we don't really have a a cap or uh on on numbers or uh you know criteria that we're really following here just kind of like you know what we drink more than anything um i guess so i I don't really have any other way to introduce it other than that so (laughs) i think it's good (laughs) uh guys which one of y'all want to go first and uh you know name whatever you want to we'll talk about it Real clever words there, I know. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> talk about what you want, and we'll yeah. talk about it. So, and then we'll discuss some more. It's well, as far as, like, I just need a bourbon in my house. Um, I love just regular Woodford. I'm a, I'm a plain boy. Uh, sure. I, I think that it... Plain it, boy. Yeah. I think it's, it's, it's a solid middle ground of, like, okay, I'm not going to feel real bad if I put this in some L.A. Like, I'm not going to feel awful <laughs> if I mix with this. But also, I can drink it straight. So, I, I, Woodford is usually always in my house. Uh, one of my go-tos is Rare Breed. We always get Rare Breed just because my brother and I, we, we really like the uh, more of the spicier, um, proof, higher proof uh, bourbons. Right. And it's one of our go-tos. It's just really good, really balanced. Um, Have you um, compared between the different proofs? Now that they've they've been changing, because it used to be it used to be like one twelve, and now it's one sixteen. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, have you noticed any any like particular change between the two of them? Uh, not really. I mean, I think it's been. I I, I think it's about the same. I, there's no yeah. uh, extra spice. I don't think it tastes like it is rare breed. <laughs> from one fifteen, from one twelve to one fifteen, I think it's about the same. Sure, and the wild turkey uh, flavor profile is pretty you know, similar across all of their products. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I've heard that, uh, people haven't liked the 116 as much as the, the 112. I haven't really taken the time to, you know, experiment with, with both of them. But, um, I didn't see much of a difference, but what, what did they say about it? Uh, that the 116 lost, actually lost some of the flavor, um, that it added too Maybe much heat. Of the higher proof. Yeah. Man. Um, not that it was, uh, too much more heat, but enough to kind of detract from the um, uh, the the overall flavors that you you get on it. Okay, but that's interesting because I I feel like an extra you know four percent probably wouldn't make that much of a difference. much of a difference. Yeah, but who's to say? To each their own. Yeah, I'm kidding. Um, uh, for for me, it's just kind of a an everyday sipper. We've talked about it before on the show, Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond, uh, six year. Um, great for cocktails, great for sipping neat or on the rocks, great for pulling out and having people um, try something that they might not have had before. Uh, again, it's a Kentucky-only product. Um, and it's really relatively easy to find in central Kentucky, and I guess just Kentucky in general. Um, and for $13, I can't. You know, it's hard to argue against that. it. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Um, I revisited uh, our, our original 
flight mm-hmm. that we did on the show. Um, and not that I, you know, did a f- blind flight on my own or anything, but I was like, oh, I'm just going to go back through and see how I feel about these mm-hmm. tonight. And um, I, I cannot taste anything anymore in Very Old Barton other than bananas. <laughs> no Which kidding. Is, is that what we said about it in the first place? Uh, it might have been. I think we might have said that it was tasted like bananas. It had some. At least it's not tomato soup. Yeah. <laughs> I swear. Again, well, screaming into the gosh, ether, something yeah, that doesn't yeah. actually exist anymore on the show. Oh, right? That's never been. No, we haven't oh, put that that yeah, never, yeah. Oh, God, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, thought I, was, I thought I was just doing a that... through line through the episode. Well, no. now I am. But now I'm just referencing. <laughs> <laughs> the through line is that it's never been referenced properly. Yeah, exactly. I love it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm so just going to blurt out tomato matter. soup now. Eventually, like, you know, we'll get to that review of that of that particular no, I love drink, it. Drink, but you so. know, until then, tomato soup with no context. <laughs> oh man, tomato soup <laughs> tastes like tomato soup. It's like the kings of comedy, like that's your, yeah, yeah, <laughs> your yeah. catchphrase. Yeah, <laughs> tomato soup, man. Man, tomato soup. <laughs> what a trash! Like I'm an old jazz musician, and <laughs> we call this one tomato soup. <laughs> this one's tomato soup with cheese. <laughs> what a trash reference. <laughs> love it. Love it. Good stuff. Um, so I guess kind of moving on up the list a little bit, uh, special occasion kind of bourbons, or um, not necessarily like your everyday sippers, because we, um, you know, said go to or like just to have around the house. But if you're feeling like you're splurging a little bit, what do you, hmm. what do you look for, or enjoy? Hmm. Well, I'll cut out some of the dead air here. Yeah. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. I think I sort of, if we're just talking about like, like I, lo- I love Woodford and it's always in the house, but I don't always just drink Woodford. Um, and one of you is going to have to correct me if I'm wrong here. Is it Evans 1782? What is the number on 1783. that? 1783. Okay. Close yeah. enough. Uh, I, that is a bourbon I've taken to recently because the price point is like $16. And it's great. It's good stuff. Um, and yeah. so that one is sort of, I, I guess I do the inverse of what you're doing, which is sort of talking about the lower price point now as opposed to mm-hmm. the, the, you know, the Woodford or the, the bullets of the world. Yeah. Um, I really, really enjoy that bourbon. It's smooth. It mixes really well. And you don't feel, again, you don't feel bad for mixing, but that one is like really cheap for how good it is, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was a big fan of that. I tried that recently. Evan Williams is always one of those that kind of surprises me a little bit mm-hmm. with uh, with how good it is. But um, I had this conversation recently with... Um, yeah, I had this conversation. It doesn't matter. Um, about some of the most divisive bourbons. Mm-hmm. And um, we're actually going to be talking about that um, on a future... Oh, it was with Chad and Sarah. Um, oh, okay. Bourbon night. Um, I'm actually going to have them on uh, here soon. I'm not going to spoil too much, but we're going to be talking about... Um, some more divisive bourbons. And one of the ones that I threw out was Evan Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I've, I've only ever found so, people who really like it or just can't stand it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've never really found anybody in the middle. Now that being said, um, Evan Williams isn't a go-to for me, um, but I do enjoy their products quite a bit. Yeah. Um, a lot of people also look at Evan Williams and just don't buy it, even if they've never tried it. Yeah. Mm. So it does look a little cheaper. Yeah. It, and again, going back to our, our design <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it looks like ago. it's trying to merge Jack and Jill. I just know I, yeah, I've talked to quite a few people. 
Yeah, I've talked to quite a few people who have said, oh, I hate Evan Williams. And you're like, have you tried it? And they're like, no, but everyone tells me it's not like anything then great. That's ignorant. <laughs> yeah, 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 it really is. But I, I know multiple people that have done that. And there are so many people who are like, well, all bourbon tastes like Maker's Mark. And uh, I don't like Maker's Mark, so therefore I don't, don't like, like bourbon. bourbon. Like it, right, it, right. It's mm. just a horrible way of, of you know going about that. And I think the same thing applies to Evan Williams. But sure. to jump back on the train, yes, I, I do agree with you that 1783 is a really good... Um, Value <laughs> bourbon, I guess. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's one of the better, like, under $25 right, exactly. bourbons out there. And it's, and it's, and it's got an, a nice enough, like, sort of look and... Uh, naming convention to it that you don't feel bad for pulling it out like at a party. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just regular Evan where it's got that stigma. Yeah, it's got like this number on it and it has a little bit more fanciness. And to, it. to yeah. it's not like you're bringing out Jim Beam White Label and saying <laughs> or like, special occasion or like KG, let's go. Yeah, wow. or KT. Yeah, ancient age. Is there a difference between KT and KG? Like I've never been able to tell a difference between the two. They've always I mean, tasted they're all pretty bad. They're like, both terrible. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. KG, and are they KT. even? Like considered bourbon? Yeah. Yeah. They are? Yeah. Okay. I thought there was some percentage of like they mix something. I thought maybe, but maybe not. Episode producer? (laughs) (laughs) Please look this up. He's on Facebook, so. (laughs) Which, I mean, I totally could be wrong there. It's just a rumor that I've heard that like it really isn't, but. That also might be because it tastes so bad. Yeah, that's true. We'll, <laughs> Just we'll, bringing down the main value of bourbon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll come back around to that that part of the conversation um, in just a minute. Yeah. But um, again, to like take the 1783 another step, um, Evan Williams' uh, single barrel uh, yeah. is also really, really good. And again, it's another it's another one kind of like the Henry McKenna that's a, su- a sub-$30 bourbon. Um, it's still age-stated. I can't remember the exact proof on um, the Evan Williams single barrel. Um, but, I mean, it, it, it's another one that's really hard to find uh, a competitor for because of the price, because of the um, age-stated part of it and everything. Sure. <laughs> but anyway, um, Kurt, what's one of the things that you kind of... Um, Special occasion one? Yeah, and maybe I'm not phrasing this the, the best way, but, like... Um, you're having guests who like bourbon. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, and you're like, oh, this is what I enjoy. You know, I want you to try this too, mm-hmm. even if they've had it before. Mine would be uh, Four Roses Small Batch. Hmm. Good choice. Yeah. Uh, Four Roses Small Batch is just, it's really smooth. It has a great profile. Um, really enjoy uh, Four Roses in general anyway. Um, sure. Yeah, regular Four Roses is great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So having the yellow that. label? Yeah. Yeah. Having the small batch is just really good as well. I want to clarify too, real quick. I wasn't like saying, "Are you talking about the yellow label?" Like oh, I was sure. just, I was just trying to clarify so that I, you know, oh yeah, <laughs> knew I, what you I were talking about. Terrible like. naming conventions. I no, said regular, all, so it's all good. <laughs> it's no, no, totally no. cool. Yeah, thanks for the clarifying. standard. Yeah, exactly. Mm. <laughs> no, I do like uh, the small batch. Yeah, quite a bit. Um, I want to shout out a, a bourbon. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, and it's something that no, not a lot of people have tried. Mm-hmm. I mean, they. For somebody that really knows bourbon, they'd have, but yeah. special occasion, you have friends over, uh, and they, it's just like all of a sudden, uh, having the Four Roses small batch is really good, right. and it's usually something that somebody hasn't had, mm-hmm. and it's just a good... Remind me to uh, 
<clears throat> pour a little bit. I've got a like a half a sample bottle of this year's um, Four Roses limited edition small batch. Okay. Um, that's really, really good. Um, next time we're back in my place. But anyway, yeah. you were going to give a shout out there. Tana. Yeah, I was going to give a shout out to a bourbon that we shout out a lot, uh, but Kurt initially turned me on to. Which is 1792. Um, I was surprised that you guys haven't talked about 1792 yeah, it's, yet. It's, it's well, great. It's. I think I, I didn't bring it up because I wanted to kind of avoid the whole me bringing it up every time. Sure. Well, no, <laughs> I was, and I was going to say, like, for the friend who likes bourbon, I mean, you, you pulled that out, I forget when, but like, um, that an initial, hey, I like this, try this was enough to spur me on to, that's one of my favorite bourbons now. And that stuck around for you, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love 1792. Um, for, the sake, for the sake of the podcast, I, I just didn't want to be like, the it's 1792 to get stale, like, guy? hey, 1792, 1792. <laughs> right, yeah, right, right, right. So. sure, and I, I, I get that, too. But, like, I mean... You like what you like. Yeah, exactly, and I, I think that's one of the, um, <clears throat> the interesting... <clears throat> excuse me, interesting parts of, you know, the three of us coming together and talk about talking about what we like and don't like and everything. Um... As far as, uh, for me, splurging a little bit or, you know, having something special to let people try when they come over, um, you know, I know I said Henry McKenna, or excuse me, um, Heaven Hill, six-year bottle and bond is one of those things that I'm like, hey, you're not going to believe this. Um, but Henry McKenna 10 years is one of those, too, that I, I like to spring on people because, you know, they don't expect 100-proof bourbon at... 10 years to be the, the price that it is or for it to, to be as good. Um, people always kind of go a little bit crazy over Weller. <laughs> if you have it. Bye, Joey. Bye. <laughs> and we have no producer. And now the producer's no, gone and it's, everything's out the, the window. The facts are wild. <laughs> <laughs> Shooting from the hip now. <laughs> um, people kind of go crazy over Weller if you have it. Um, you know, uh, kind of all across the board, the mm. special reserve, the yeah, antique yeah. and the, the 12 year, um, which again, I, we've talked about this before. It's crazy that people go as nuts over it as they do just because, you know, it's always going to be about a $20 bourbon unless it, but anyway, right. Um, you know, this day and age, it's fun to pull Weller out and see people's faces when, oh, you have Weller? <laughs> when you do so. Right. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, I think on the flip side of this, what is uh, something that you guys don't kind of refuse to buy? <laughs> hmm. And I mean, we already talked about KG and KT. Right, of course. So I, and again, all got power, those softballs out there. All power to the people that do that. But. <laughs> refuse to buy. That's an interesting one. Or won't, won't be a, a go-to for you. Sure. I... I don't dislike Knob Creek. Interesting. But I've had Knob Creek once and I've never been like, I need a different, I need a second bottle of Knob Creek. Hmm. I, I, I don't know if I like. The small batch or the single barrel? A uh, small batch. Okay. Um, because I don't know if it was just the, so that was like the first bottle of bourbon that I remember having like in my own apartment and like this is, you know, I'm going to get into bourbon sure. now. Um, so I don't know if it was just like I had my fill of Knob Creek and like so know what that is that I just don't want anymore. Like, I would never refuse a bottle of Knob Creek. Like, it's not... Yeah. Not that I don't like it, but I just never, for some reason, am attracted to it on shelves anymore. I mean, I would definitely encourage you to go back to it and, mm, and try yeah, it again just because it's... I, I I think that it's really good, especially for for its 
proof of price and, and everything okay. too. And I think Maybe that I the I think the single barrel actually exceeds um, the quality of the small batch, which mm-hmm. is not something that I, I normally feel about small batch versus single barrel. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think you should. Yeah, I'll go back. <laughs> I'll shot. It. But I don't know. I don't know if it's just a mental thing or just like, oh, this is the first bourbon I had. It was like the beginner bourbon I get in my that. head. You know what I mean? Yeah. I get that. I'll get another one too. Sorry. Mine. No, we'll come back to you. Yeah, yeah. I think, so <laughs> it's funny because I say my go-to bourbon is Wild Turkey Rare Breed. I, one that I stray away from is Wild Turkey 101 though. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Why's that? Uh, I li- I, I'm not saying it's bad. I, I do like it. But I think if I'm... I'm going to get a bourbon. I don't want the uh, Wild Turkey 101. I just don't think it has as many flavors or a uh, different profile as like the Rare Breed yeah, sure. uh, has or the Outlier uh, <clears throat> tasting notes. Uh, I, I want to go to something different, I think. Yeah. Um, whether that be like a single barrel or, or something like that. Yeah. Um, but Definitely. Wild Turkey 101, I'm just, I'm never drawn to it. I, I again, we've talked about the the packaging on it before being uh-huh. one of those things that kind of deters us from buying it. But yeah, I, I can I can see that um, like the the flavors and everything being a problem with that. But I will say, um, having had Wild Turkey One Hundred One uh, quite a, quite a lot recently, um, it has really grown on me. Um, and this is really funny. Like both things that y'all said, I've been like, you should probably revisit that. <laughs> <laughs> The advocate for all bourbons. Yeah. And I also I, will say that it, it's been a while since I've had 101. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, hence why that. I haven't went to it. Gotta remember that jam. Was that a, was it Creed? No, it was uh, Stained. Oh, that's right. With no E in it. S-T-A-I-N-D. The 90s were a weird, crazy time. No one knew how to spell and all the letters were backwards. Anyway, so Turkey 101. Yeah. Tanner, you said you had another one. Yeah, Maker's. Makers was actually on my list, but I'll I'll get to why it was here in a second. I just but. I just like I enjoy Makers forty six. Forty six is great. Mm-hmm. Um but standard makers, I think for the price point is too high for what it is. Um and at like twenty five, twenty six dollars? Yeah. I just don't I don't know, I just don't enjoy the flavor of makers as I do as much as I do is other Is it twenty five and twenty six? Mm-hmm. That's a little yeah. I agree with that. That's a little high. Other bourbons get, at that price point, I like, like a lot more. Seventeen ninety two for twenty eight. Yeah. Edwards well, you can also twenty nine. You know, if you're staying in the realm of weeded bourbons, you can get Larceny for twenty four. Mm, yeah, exactly. Um, and I mean, I, I, I personally like Larceny better than I do. Yeah. Maker's Mark. I'm gonna get on the mic a little bit more than. I'm just not a huge <laughs> fan of the Maker's flavor profile. Yeah. Um, Especially at that price. Like I said, Makers is is on my list, but the the reason that Makers is on the list for me is because <laughs> if I really want Makers, my dad has it, mm. um, and whenever I'm over at my folks' house, you know, if I'm really just craving Makers, um, I get my fill of it. Right. Um, that being said, I do kind of like to have a, a smaller bottle of it hanging around just in case I'm I'm in the mood or something. And mm-hmm. and Makers has has actually grown on me quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I, I do get that, that I'm not clamoring to, to go out and buy a bottle, um, of it. Um, and then the, the other two for me, the first one is benchmark, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> which I think is just, it, it's not good. Never it, had it. Um, it's a Buffalo trace product. 
Um, I think that it's just aged at about two years. Oh, okay. Um, it's a baby bourbon. It's 80 proof, I want to say. Again, we don't have our <laughs> producer here Fact for the checker, yeah. anymore, so um, you know, don't don't yell at me too much. Don't don't email me. Um, <laughs> don't at me. <laughs> don't at me is right. Um, I benchmark gives me a headache hmm. as soon as I drink it. Interesting. Um, so we kind of keep it around the house. I still have a like about half a bottle of it left at at our house, but we keep it around like if we need bourbon flavoring and cooking. Mm. Um, ah, okay. Or, or baking or something mm, like yeah. that. Um, and then the other one, Town Branch. Really? <laughs> I do not like Town Branch at all. Interesting. Um, I think it's overpriced, um, especially at an 80 proof bourbon. How I mean, Town Branch? 35 or 36. Okay, I've never bought a bottle. Yeah. I've had it, but I mean, I've never, it, like, it's, a bottle. It's, a little, it's a little high in price for. Um, and I just, I, I don't think that. Uh, I don't think that the quality overall is is really that good. Mm-hmm. Um, I also wouldn't. I don't think I'd ever buy a bottle of Angel's Envy, either. Like, mm. like the actual Angel's Envy. Yeah. Um, I had it the other day, and all I got on it was like the flavor of circus peanuts. <laughs> oh wow! That's uh, very specific. And it. Made me. It, I really had to struggle to finish the glass because mm. I'm a firm believer in don't pour it down the drain. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> um, but you know, it if it's if it's around and people are like, "Hey, you want a glass of Angel's Envy?" I'll be like, "Yeah, all right, sure, <laughs> yeah, I'll have some." You know, but I'm I'm definitely not going to be shelling out sixty bucks for it. Right. And um, what's the percentage like recipe on that? Do you know? Just I don't curious. know. I don't. I don't even. I don't even know if they've disclosed their their mash bill. Their mash bill. Um, yeah, I'd have I'd have to go back and look at it. I'm mm-hmm. I'm really interested though, and and I was on the Angels Envy tour. We talked about this last home base episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to the Angels Envy Distillery, and what I was really hoping for, like when they were doing the tasting, was that they were going to let you compare between the the bourbon that was unfinished. Uh, and the finished bourbon. Mm. I mean, I, I really was holding out hope for it, and all they gave you was the the finished one. Mm. Yeah. And I was like, well, I've had this before. I know what it is. Um, <laughs> yeah. But Thanks like, for giving me a tasting of just the one that I've had. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. But I, I'm I'm just really interested in what that product is like unfinished, and if it, you know, is not that good. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. And they're kind of like, crap. What are we gonna do? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like struggling to figure out what they're gonna they're gonna do with it because it wasn't that good. But anyway, no, no, I wouldn't. I would never shell out sixty bucks for it. Yeah, I agree with that for Angel's Envy. But you know, such is life. And then I guess on the the higher end, um, is there anything that you would, you know, every once in a while you're like, oh, I could spend fifty or sixty bucks on that. <laughs> Tanner being the one out of the three of us who doesn't buy bourbon that much. Yeah, I don't know. I like I keep probably two to three bottles in my apartment at once, um, which I know is not a lot to most people. But I, I don't know <laughs> we'll if talk I would, about that off air. Yeah, I don't know if I would ever. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I ever want an expensive bourbon that bad. If I don't, that couldn't that itch couldn't be scratched by something at the thirty dollar level. I don't know if I've ever been like interesting. Other than you know. At a bar or like you know, at a at a at a smaller scale, I don't know if I'd ever buy a bottle in sixty. I've not I've not yet. That's not to say I won't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, Blanton's would be mine. Blanton's is like uh, every once in a while for me. It's up in the higher price range, and yeah, I just there's some days when I'm just like, man, I really need. I need need some Blantons, you know. Yeah. I need the Blantons. I need no, the I get Blantons. That. I get that. And uh, Blantons is really good. And so I'll go get that. And... Um, have you had the store pick of Blantons that I got from Liquor Barn yet? Um, I don't think so. I don't. I haven't had it. No. Again, we'll put that on the list of things that you need to try next try. time. Try, yeah. but uh, um, yeah, store pick of that was was really pretty good. Mm. Um, yeah, Blantons is definitely up there for me. Uh, Old Forester nineteen twenty. Um, which we'll be talking about more here in just a bit. Uh, and then <clears throat> Elijah Craig Barrel Proof, um, which I, <clears throat> last week's episode, last week's episode, because, yeah, whatever. Sure, yeah. Um, was uh, me reviewing that with the podcast guys. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I'm a big fan of, of Elijah Craig kind of in general. And, um, you know, if I can get it at that barrel proof, I'm all about it. Um, I mean, I paid a paid like $65 for the, the bottle that I have. Um, <clears throat> if I can find E.H. Taylor, uh, which usually runs for about 35 to 45, I like to pick that up. Um, Weller 12, of course. <laughs> mm. But, you know, don't pay $60 for Weller 12. It's a $30 yeah. bourbon at, right. at the most. Um, but anyway, yeah. So I think that's about. Have you tried the uh, IW Harper? Uh, what year is it? The 15 year? Yeah. The I've not heard year. good things about it. No? I've not I, had it either. Yeah, I haven't had it either, but um, it's one that I've mm. always looked at. and I've not, I've not heard good things about it. Yeah. So I, I, I just was curious. I, yeah, I've not. Every time that I see it, I'm like, because mm-hmm. I've had <laughs> the, other stuff. I did Harper, uh, just their their regular one. Yeah. What do you think about it? I thought it was good. Hmm. Um, it was a bourbon that I could definitely uh, could drink down real quick. <laughs> that was the problem. Like it was, it was pretty sweet and smooth and um, no burn. There was no burn at all. Interesting. Um, but it. I mean, I thought it was good. But I could get it could be dangerous. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <clears throat> well, I have to. I'll have to give it a shot and yeah. see what I think. About I, de- it. I definitely think the price point's probably too high on it. I agree. But um, I thought I I enjoyed it. I'd say if it was eighteen dollars, definitely would. Yeah. Cool. Well, I think that about wraps up the. Uh, this is one of the shortest conversations we've had on the show so far. Yeah. We're getting, what, like 15 minutes? Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, we're at 30. Oh, okay. But, oh. but still. Oh, like, wow. How? Well, yeah, but like, you short? know, the, fir- the first episode was like 35. The second one was like an hour and change. Sure. And then, you know, the one after that when all three of us were together, hours. it was like hour and a half, hour 45 or something like that. But yeah. Yeah. Um, we're getting better at brevity, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, I like, you know, kind of being able to chat and sure go on wax poetic yeah uh so now that we have wrapped up our topic for the evening or day i keep doing that like i don't know what time you're you're listening (laughs) to us um we are going to slide into the review portion of the episode don't give me that look i meant what i said slide (laughs) the operative word i guess so as i said this episode is coming out the day after um, 
repeal day, which was when uh, prohibition was repealed uh, back in the what? What year was it repealed? Twenty. Was it? Yeah. Oh well. There you go. Wait. Maybe not. That's what I was thinking. Twenty was women's suffrage. That's what that day was. (laughs) I'm glad you mixed those two up. I saw 1920, I was like, oh, that's a historical Free date. For everybody. We're talking we about historical we events. We can vote and we can drink again. And we can drink again. When <laughs> was it repealed? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Anyway, so uh, Old Forester 1920 Prohibition style. Uh, it is part of the Old Forester Whiskey Rose series, uh, which includes like 1897 and I don't know, 1900 or something like that. I can't remember for sure. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, this one's bottled at 115 proof, um, and the label reads... I'm not going to do that. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> it's a glass bottle? It's a, lot of, it's a lot of fanciful crap that um, distilleries like to put on. Um, such and here's as, our story. Can we, yeah, just get a bourbon, exactly. can we just get a bourbon and like, this tastes good? Yeah. <laughs> That's the entire description. We like it. You will too, I yeah. guess. Try it's this. To you. Um, we worked really hard for this. Yeah. <laughs> Buy our alcohol. Um, I, I really like this bourbon. Um, I, you know, I, I have, of course, had it before. I'm holding up a bottle that is, you know, just about enough for us to pour out to finish. Yeah, and, just enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, we'll pour a little bit real quick, and I'll be back in a second, I guess. You, you guess. <laughs> you guess. I don't really know. And the podcast never returned. Yeah, yeah what if I just ended it there? And <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back, I guess. And then, then there's just this, like, pregnant pause yeah. for, like, a minute. Like, just leave it silent for a we minute. We should, yeah. And people check and see if it's paused or not in the <laughs> yeah. podcast app. They're like, what in the world? It's, like it's pretty much like an episode of Family Guy. Yeah. yeah. How they just have those random, like, and this is how this worked. Yeah. <laughs> you giving me the pregnant pause? And we're back. Yeah. And uh, we just killed the bottle, so. Um, R.I.P. Bottle. Well, such as good to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, as we have established before, we have our rating system of nose, finish. Wait, no. Nose, palate, and finish. I can't even get it right. Nose, palate, finish, and price. Eyes, ears, mouth, and nose. <laughs> Ear, nose, and throat, doctor. No. Um, all four categories are out of five. Um, so at the end of it, we will tally it up. Uh, what do you guys think about the nose so far? Hmm. That's oddly pleasant. It's nice, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's very... Caramely is what I'm getting. Mm-hmm. If you were caramel. to make a candle that smelled like bourbon, it would smell like this. Didn't you say that last episode, too? No, I don't think no, so. No, he didn't. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like something I would say, so maybe. I think you yeah. might have said that at some point, but... Sure. I don't know. I somebody, definitely would somebody want Somebody said it recently. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's um, not too, not too strong, not too, a lot of vanilla. not too faint, not too subtle. Yeah, it's got a lot of the real classic mm-hmm. bourbon notes yeah. uh, that you expect, caramel and vanilla. Um, there's a little bit of heat on it for me, um, not a whole lot, but I also get some kind of like floral notes huh. with it too, which I think is where some of the sweetness comes from. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, the heat's coming from the 115. I think so proof, too. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that'll do it. Have you guys had this one before? I've not. I've not. Okay, so I'm interested to see what you guys think on first sip. So, cheers, cheers. y'all. Cheers.
That was a good sound. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Tanner really has to think about this one. I always do this. Yes, I feel like this is more so than normal, though. Mm. Palette-wise, I'm getting the, the same notes as I did on the nose. Mm. Um, it's very pleasant, really good. Uh, but then... I. Towards the middle, you kind of get that heat. Mm -hmm. it, yeah. It's, at first, you don't get Definitely. it. You get the flavors uh, and the caramel and the vanilla initially right at the front. And then uh, right as the middle happens, it kind of explodes into yep. this, hey, here I am. But it's not. It's just a warming effect, not a uh, overpowering. What I was going to say is I wish it were colder outside for this bourbon. This feels very... It's 40 winter, degrees, winter. 30 degrees, yeah. yeah um, I can see that. Because it is very warming. I'm Like, my chest is still warm um, from the sip I took. <laughs> that good Kentucky hug. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with, with Curtis. I, I got more flavor at the front, heat at the back, um, and that's basically my entire experience with it. <laughs> <laughs> Just took me a while to get there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, I agree with that. Um, I think the very front end of it, uh, it might be a little dull. Um, middle two definitely is where I get most of the flavor and, and the heat. Yeah. Finish overall, like I, I'm just not super crazy about it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we didn't even mention the finish, and I yeah. think that's probably a, a byproduct of what it was that mm -hmm. too. Yeah. Because yeah. now that you say it, I'm I'm sitting here going, hmm. there's not yeah. a whole. Yeah. There's not really a. It's a, almost a little bitter finish. You know, I I would. We might be wise to at some point revisit this with a fresh bottle. Mm. Um, cause like I said, this is, you know, of course been open for a little while. Um, uh, now as, as far as price goes, um, this is a uh, 55 to $60 bourbon. Mm. Um, so as we, as we launch into the, the numerating part, how do you guys feel? Are we going now, or I'm I, starting to like the front end a lot better, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The more I sip it, the more I'm, I'm getting more of those flavors. I uh, yeah. Kurt's got more in his glass than any of us do, but it's his house, so. <laughs> but the, <laughs> true, true. Yeah, but the the finish, uh, I'm still feeling the same way. Fair enough. So, do you want to go ahead and go on your your ranking there, Kurt? Yeah, sure. Uh, the nose, I'm definitely going to give it a. Um, a four. Actually, I'm going to go a three and a half. I think it's a three and a half. Um, I thought round, it was. Let's round it up to, to four. Four? I think, yeah. I think we said. No more uh, 100 point scales or 10 point scales. I yeah, because I, I think with the, the half points, it makes it a little a little too much math. Uh, okay. <laughs> so I thought the half points kind of made sense. but <laughs> I mean, we can do 20 point. That's fine. Yeah, I think just half points. Do you want to do half points? I think half points work. All right, whatever. Because that's not like too much. Ten point scale, sorry. I don't. I don't care. I'm easy. Um, yeah, I'm gonna give it a three and a half. It's a good nose. It's what you expect. It's not gonna wow you. It's not gonna do anything. Um, right. But you're still gonna be like, oh, that's that's really good. I enjoy mm -hmm. that smell. I enjoy the the vanilla and you know the caramel. Um, so nose three and a half. Let's go to palate. Palate. I'm gonna give it um, a four. For because you get after a while you get to get that um, those notes and the, they taste really good and 
it starts to be even better than the nose. So I'm going to give that a four. And I also like the explosion of heat towards the middle. You're like, oh, I like that. Uh, finish, I'm going to give... Oh, wait. Yeah. Finish, I'm going to give it a three. I, I'm pushing two and a half, too. Um, but I'll, get, I'll give it a three. There's just nothing there. There, there's nothing exciting. Yeah, then give it a two. Um, you have to be kind to it. It's a review. <laughs> I'll give it a two. Right, I'll yeah. give it a two then. Um, there's just nothing exciting about it. Yeah. Uh, and then price, price. I would probably give it a three. I don't think it's uh, deserves the fifty-five dollars, right? Twelve and a half. Twelve and a half. Okay. I'm adding it again. I don't think it deserves the <laughs> the fifty-five dollars. Yeah. Um, I I'd put it at around a forty dollar, and I would I would buy it. Um, overall, I I enjoyed it. I don't think it's anything like I don't dislike it. Sure. But in when I'm choosing between a bourbon, uh, I'm probably not going to choose that one. Yeah. Fair enough. So you sit at a twelve and a half out of twenty. I think that's I, my lowest score. I think so too. I think this is going to be the lowest score for the three of us. Yeah, I think so yeah. far. Yeah, Tanner's like, oh, it's I got something least, up my sleeve for uh, yeah. you. Yeah, your boy's about to go real critical. It's my, right. it's my least favorite of what we've had. I I agree, and I would suggest and again, what we've that, reviewed. Yeah, I would again suggest that we come back to this in in the future. But anyway, Tanner laid on us. Sure. Uh, Why did so, I say that? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm gonna give the nose. So here's the thing. I I got the. You see, a, here's the thing. Now, was that Andy Rudy? Who was that? I don't know what that was. Um, <laughs> nose is a four. I again, it was a very pleasant bourbony smell. Um, spoiler alert: that's gonna be the highest score it's gonna get for me in any category. Um, <laughs> palette. Couldn't have guessed that one. Yeah. Uh, Palette, I'm going to give... God, since you've introduced the halves, it's thrown me off. Um, Palette, I'm going to give a three. It was fine. If if it were just that, I'm going to say that it would be a more pleasant experience for me. Uh, Finish... Actually, you know what? Hold on. Palette, I'm going to give a two. (laughs) Because I'm I'm factoring in the front... This is tearing you up, isn't it? Yeah. No, yeah. It's an (laughs) internal struggle of a Odyssean level. Um... No, yeah, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Palette a two, because the beginning the the front was really good, and then the middle was just a lot of heat, and I'm not into bourbon just for the heat. Um, yeah, and then uh, the finish I'm also gonna give a two because it was lackluster at best, um, and then price I'm also gonna give a two. I think that as Curtis said, I I, I would not buy this bourbon at sixty dollars, um, and ultimately that's what mm. I think about it. So that puts me at a ten. Um, <laughs> wow yeah <laughs> solid 50 percent there yeah um so we got 12 and a half 50 or 50 you got a 50 out of 20 wow <laughs> 12 and a half and 10 the greatest bourbon of all time um <clears throat> knows i'm definitely gonna agree with you on a four um it really has everything that um i like in a nose um as far as <laughs> Sorry, that sentence is just so bizarre. Yeah. It's everything I like, like in a nose. It's not too wide. It's not too small. It's balanced. It's <laughs> it's symmetrical. Not too bulbous. Yeah, <laughs> it's just right. Just when do you ever hear the word bulbous right. used outside of noses? Onions. 
Yeah. I don't know. I don't have a real world real, real world experience with the word bulbous. Other than noses. Other than noses. Anyway. Huh. Well, I'm going to be thinking about that all night. <laughs> there's, a little, there's a little Tanner thinker for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Email in. When have you hued the, no, used the word be bulbous? Like, tomato soup bulbous. <laughs> <laughs> I got to... He's got another At the beginning Listen, of every episode. Tomato soup bulbous. Yeah. <laughs> Those bulbous t-shirts are going to yeah. go flying off the shelves by the time <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna done <laughs> with this thing. Um, actually, I'm, I might bump it up to a four and a half because hmm. uh, I, you know, like I said, it has everything that I really like, um, plus kind of those floral notes. It's not something floral isn't anything that I really like crave in a nose, um, but I do kind of like enjoy it if it's there. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a four and a half. Palette, I, I think I'm gonna have to. I, it kills me, but I think I'm gonna have to give it a three. Mm. Um, just because there were some some good flavors there, but you know, overall it was just kind of a meh experience. Um, I'm gonna give the finish a one. Wow. Yeah. Um, I agree, dude. I mean, I. I mean. It, but I'm so torn about this because, like, I've had this before and I've loved it, uh, really? and not that it got a straight like straight fives for me or anything, but it. <clears throat> you know, is definitely going to rank higher than what I'm giving it right now. Sure. Well, tonight um, it's not. Yeah. It's not performing. I mean, it is. <laughs> as and again, as far as price goes, um, based, I think solely on this experience, I would probably give it a two. Uh, so that that puts me up to. I think that's what, even lower. Is that eleven and a half? What did you say again? Sorry. I said I had four One, and a half, two, four and a half, half, three. Two and one. Ten and a half. Ten and a half? Yeah. It's tearing me up inside. I mean, I, that, <laughs> that really is just killing me because I... <clears throat> I mean, Even, I, I, yeah. I, I've had really great experiences with this this bourbon before. I, I don't know. I'm going to walk in. Yeah. I'm going to walk in I at feel. ten and a half just because, like, that's, that's what I, I'm giving it tonight, but... Um, I, I'm gonna say that we need to come back to this. Okay. Yeah, because it, sure. it pains me because I'm like, I didn't want to give it that low of a score, yeah. you know. But it, and I gave it the highest of all of us. Of the three of us, yeah. yeah. Um, granted, I went first, and like maybe that had some of, and I wanted to be like, you know, sort of positive. Positive. I would have. I, I would have. I, I mean, I would have gone with what <laughs> what I said regardless. Yeah, of yeah. I was ready I to dunk from the jump. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but. Um, yeah, I'm sad that it went this way. Yeah, I I am. And I too. hope the next time we try it that it's a lot better. I I really do hope that it is, but um, you know, un- until then, this is easily the lowest score we've ever given. Yeah. Anything. Uh, granted, you know, if we ever did like KG or KT, I'm sure that it would be oh that <laughs> three, threes and fours that would, as their final score. Their final score. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. There's nothing great. Uh, so to quickly recap. Kurt uh, ranked Old Forester 1920 at 12.5. Uh, Tanner gave it a 10, and I gave it a 10.5. And, and remember, these are all out of 20. So a little bit disappointed, but yeah. you know yeah. what? That's that's just the way the news goes. <laughs> True. That's what I too, when you said way. Uh, so we're going to uh, wrap that up, and uh, you know what it's time for. Our newly <laughs> famous <laughs> segment. <laughs> Our new famous segment, uh, Recommendations. Uh, yeah. 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 I got a good one for this time. <laughs> oh, do right, you? He's yeah. ready. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. are we going to make him wait, or are we going to let no, him go, go ahead and go no, for it? Go. All right. No, let him all go. Right. All right. 
Um, so the other day I was scrolling through Netflix. Okay. And I'm just looking, you know, what's new, what's, uh, just a story. Yeah. What's just been added. (laughs) And I I came upon Jim and Andy. Yes. I've seen the trailer for this. Is it out? Oh, it's out. I didn't know it was out already. All right. I'm going to go home and watch it. And I, (laughs) it's awesome. Tanner's night set. It looks really cool. Okay. And so it's Jim and Andy. It's Jim Carrey and being Andy Kaufman. Oh, being Andy Kaufman. Yes. Yeah. And I had no, I honestly had no uh, back history or I had no backstory on anything. I didn't know anything about it. I just saw it and I played it. So you've never seen Men on the Moon? Or? Yeah, never seen Men on, the Moon, Men on the Moon. I didn't know who Andy Kaufman was. Oh, okay, um, gotcha. So that might be a different perspective. <clears throat> um, but, so I start watching it and 30 minutes into it, well, 10 minutes into it, I'm like, Jim Carrey is crazy. Oh, no, he's, he's insane. Just, he is insane. He has lost his mind. Yes. Um, <laughs> and then 30 minutes into it, I'm still going, why am I still watching this? <laughs> and then two hours into it, I'm like, wow, that was pretty good. <laughs> An emotional roller coaster. Yeah, it really was. Um, very good documentary. It, it is showing the back, behind the scenes of Jim Carrey uh, being fully in character and being a method actor of uh, Andy Kaufman and Tony Clifton, which was the character that Andy Kaufman made, uh, created. Yeah. And it's just, it's crazy to see because you're like, Jim Carrey's insane. And when he's talking, Jim Carrey's talking about it, I don't want to give away too much. He is, uh, he truly believes that Andy Kaufman became him. Yeah, that's in the trailer. You can't see, but I'm rolling my eyes right now. Yeah. And I love it. He truly believes it. Hard that eye roll. <laughs> he wasn't Jim Carrey. And throughout the, the documentary, they're like, they really are. Jim Carrey does not act like Jim Carrey's even there. So what are you recommending this based on? Like, just so people could actually experience the insanity that is oh, Jim Carrey? Yes. Okay. All that right. is exactly. So it's not I'm that so it's necessarily this. a good documentary. It's just kind of like, go see Jim Carrey being an idiot. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't even that. Yeah, it wasn't like it's amazing. It's good, like great. I thought it was really good, um, <laughs> solely based on the fact of it's telling you this bizarre, weird story that you've never heard before. Right. Uh, okay. I have, a, I have a question. Does it mention Andy Kaufman's feud with Jerry the King Lawler at any point? Yeah. Oh, yes. Awesome. Cool. Oh, That's all I needed multiple. to know. Multiple times. That's like, way hooked it's now. like legendary in the world of wrestling. Tanner's way hooked now. Yeah, cool. And it's it's hilarious. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Okay, great. So, so definitely you should watch it. If you have emphatic, if you have time, uh, you should watch it. Yeah. It's just <laughs> not even that. It, like, don't come out of it. Like, don't go into it thinking, oh, this is going to be great. Just go into <laughs> it with no knowledge. And you're going to be like, yeah. this is the weirdest thing I have ever Perfect. seen. <laughs> I love that recommendation. Great. Okay. Danner. <laughs> okay, so uh, last time we did this feature, uh, you recommended a couple of podcasts. I did, yes. I'm going to piggyback off of that and recommend a couple of podcasts. Um, I'm grouping them together because they're by the same... What you... it, just go. Just I'm go. grouping them together <laughs> because they're uh, by the same uh, brothers. They're by the McElroy brothers, um, who are three brothers in West Virginia. Um, they are... Pretty much idiots. Uh, like, okay. not, not dumb, but they act idiotic. Okay. Um, their comedy podcast is called My Brother, My Brother, and Me. 
Um, it's that it's described as an advice show for the modern era. My brother Daryl and another <laughs> brother Daryl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow, what a reference! Right? Yeah, yeah. that was a deep cut. Um, I've, been, I've been thinking a lot about um, what's his name recently for whatever reason. Like weird. it hits it hits Christmas, and I start thinking about um, shoot, what's his name? Bob Ho- or not Bob? No, no. Bob Newhart. Thank there we you. go. Yes, it, it doesn't matter. For some reason, I couldn't get Jim Burns' name on my head. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you said Christmas. Um, so they have a comedy podcast where people write in to give them advice, but they kind of preface the show by saying, this is advice that should never be followed. There's no degrees here. This is just dumb. It's basically, hey, give us, give us talking points. Sure. And the best ones are when uh, one of them, who was recently named uh, a Forbes 30 under 30 media oh, luminary, cool. uh, yeah. Griffin, when he gets Yahoo Answers questions because they're amazing oh okay (laughs) um and and so that is one of their shows their other show is called the adventure zone which is a dnd podcast they do with their dad interesting um and it's you start it from the beginning what are you giggling about i went straight to archer danger zone oh (laughs) why oh adventure zone adventures uh so you listen you start from the first episode you don't like listen the most recent you start from the first it's like a series um (laughs) I cried multiple times at different points. From laughter, I'm assuming. No. Oh, really? It gets legit, dude. It is like one of the best stories I've heard in anything. It run it ran the That's first bold. the first arc that they're calling it, the balance arc, ran for sixty nine episodes because they laugh about it a lot. Um, and it has like think of it almost as like a television series that has many seasons. Um, so it has seasons that take different places in each part. <clears throat> Um, but you can kind of, like the lines between them and their character blurs a lot. I knew nothing about D and D going in, by the way. Yeah, I like and never played it, never really even watched it. I'd watched Harmon Quest, but that was that was literally the only thing I knew about D and D. And so it, I was I was recommended that by a friend who who recommended uh, my Bim Bam to me, my brother, my brother, and me. Um, and so it is literally one of my favorite stories of all time. It's amazing. You Very cool. Listen. Yeah. Very cool. And to just name it again, the Adventure Zone. Did you say you had another recommendation, Kurt? Or I do, did, but okay, save it. You're gonna save it for. Another oh, that's time? what you were whispering about. That you had two. Yeah, gotcha, yeah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, I am gonna recommend another uh, podcast. Actually, um, do go on. Um, okay. It's a podcast out of uh, Australia. Most of what I listen to is Australian podcasts. Really, oddly enough, yeah, interesting. Um, do go on. Uh, what they do is they uh, every week have a topic that one of the hosts reports on. Um, it's also a comedy mm. podcast. It's three people. Um, it's hysterical. It's also super informative. Um, I definitely recommend it. Um, you know, they're they're only like a hundred or so episodes in, um, but it, I mean, it's real easy listening. I mean, it's not like you're you know straining to. Sure. You don't have to take notes to to comprehend right. everything. Um, I recommend brushing your teeth every day. <laughs> Thanks. At Mary. least at least once. And don't eat yellow snow. Don't Hopefully. eat yellow snow. And we're gonna yeah. cap it off at don't eat yellow snow. <laughs> Have you heard the song Yellow Snow by Frank Zappa? No. No, but I I know what I'm doing on my way home oh, It's hilarious. <laughs> it's literally like don't eat the yellow snow. It's a Thanks, hilarious Frank. song. All right. <laughs> okay. Sounds like a zappa. Uh, well, guys, that about wraps it up. Uh, where can everybody find you all on social media? Curtis? Curtis can't remember again. Um, Instagram, KurtCon15, 
And Twitter, Kurt underscore con 15. Cool. I'm easy like Sunday morning. Uh, at Tanner B. Chaney everywhere. <laughs> his, just to be clear, his handle is not, it's not easy like Sunday, like morning. Sunday morning. I realized as I was saying yeah. it, it wasn't cool and yeah. it just sounded like my handle. <laughs> no, at Tanner B. Chaney on Twitter and Instagram. And to be clear, my Instagram is KurtCon. Not KurtCon15. Yeah. Okay. Um, Do you mess it up again? Yeah. Every so week. Could, that's our that's our new recurring There's a, guy, there's there's a guy with KurtCon15 who's like, who are all these new followers? <laughs> why are they all bourbon hence related? Why, yeah, hence why I'm not getting any new followers. I'm 14. Yeah. I don't even drink bourbon. Uh, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at PRitter1492. If you want to hit up the show, uh, find us at My Bourbon Shop on Instagram and Twitter. You can email us. Uh, this is my bourbon shop at gmail.com. If you want to use the hashtag... This is my bourbon podcast to send us some questions. Uh, feel free to do that. We'll be happy to hear from you. Uh, leave us a rate and review on iTunes or Google Play or whatever you're listening to us on. Uh, tell your friends about it. You know, we're just getting started out. Um, I've been thinking about starting up like a Patreon or something too. Oh, cool. Um, to do some like, maybe like video the show hmm. um, and, and have that just be a Patreon exclusive or, Video's or really fun. something like that. Um, so uh, if you're interested in doing that for some kind of paid content, um, let us know. Um, you can find uh, the shirts. There's a, there's a podcast shirt up now, too, oh, on the Threadless cool. store, bourbonshop.threadless.com. Um, it's just the logo on, on the shirt, but uh, you know, it's like, oh, it may as well. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, we've also got a, a free shipping uh, special running on the, the Threadless store until December 15th if you want to get somebody that you love or yourself uh, some bourbon themed apparel. Feel free to do that. We would love to, you know, have your patronage. We love to clothe you. We do. <laughs> <laughs> Don't run around. Let naked. us put fabric on you. <laughs> Don't run around naked. Yeah. <laughs> Wear clothes. Dang it. Anyway, thank you also. That's is that your other recommendation? Wear clothes. <laughs> yeah. Wear clothes. That's just someone to sign off every episode now. Wear yeah. clothes. Dang it. Uh, and now it, pregnant pause. So thank you all so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, we kind of ruins the joke if you say pregnant pause. I know. (laughs) Uh, These guys will be back with us in just a couple of weeks. Um, Again, thank you all so much for listening. And until then, I'm Perry. I'm Curtis. I'm Tanner. And this is my bourbon podcast.